Monday again, the weekly microcast where we get to know members of the Microdot blog community. I'm Jean McDonald, the community manager here at Microdot Blog, and today I am very pleased to welcome my friend, long-term tech biz friend, Joe Chaplinski, who is at Joe C on Microdot Blog. Hey, Joe, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, it's nice to be here, Gene. This is a great show, and I'm, I'm really glad it's here. So it's, it's actually exciting for me to be on it, finally. <laughs> <laughs> Same here. I'm excited to have you on, and I appreciate you coming on at short notice as well so that I would not lose my entire schedule while I go to Florida <laughs> next week to hang out with my dad. Cool. But yeah, so before we talk about microblogging and all things that you are blogging about, why don't you tell the folks a bit about yourself? Yeah. So uh, as you said, my name is Joe and I am a kind of a freelance developer slash designer. I, I started out in design years ago uh, back in the day and then uh, I've kind of shifted over into more development as time went on. You know, just do contract work for various people building mostly iOS apps and some Mac apps as well, uh, some web stuff, some other kinds of design projects and, uh, and things of that nature. I also have uh, some products of my own out there. I have an app called Recaf that I, I did last year, which was a lot of fun on my own. Own. A few others uh, that I've done solo, and then uh, of course uh, back in the day, I, I was uh, uh, or I, I built uh, or helped design, I should say, uh, the app Teleprompt Plus, which was a pretty mm-hmm. pretty successful iOS teleprompter app uh, back when the iPad first came out on, in 2010. And that app is still out there, still doing its thing. But uh, yeah, so I did that with my friends at Bombing Brain. Yeah, you are you're like a freelance everything in my mind. Yeah, <laughs> because you know even with all the things you just mentioned, you left out a couple things which. I would say, are important podcaster and conference organizer. <laughs> yes, that is correct as well. And uh, Charles is going to slap me in the head for that one. Yes, yeah. I forgot all about release those. <laughs> My business partner, Charles, and I have been doing that. We, we are almost in a, in another couple of weeks, we're going to be at, uh, we're going to be starting our seventh year of release wow. notes, which is crazy. Uh, it's, yeah, so seven years, never missed the Monday. Uh, it's been, uh, yeah, uh, we were the, like, the, original, the original Monday podcast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that was pretty cool. And then uh, this will be, this year is our fourth year that we're doing a conference uh, and uh, it's of the same name, release notes. Uh, and this year we're going to be doing it in October in uh, sunny Playa Mujeres, uh, Quintana Roo, Mexico, which is kind of close to Cancun, but not quite Cancun. It's a, a bit north of that, uh, right on the, the Gulf of Mexico there. And it's just a beautiful uh, resource. And we're going to be doing our conference there this year. It should be a lot of fun. Yeah, I would think so. <laughs> <laughs> no matter what happens, you'll be on the beach in Mexico. So everything else is a bonus at that point, I would say. Yeah, that was part of the argument that Charles made to me when he said, "Hey, why don't we try? Why don't we try Mexico?" Because uh, you know we had done it in Indianapolis, his home home area uh, mm-hmm. region. He's he's from Fishers, which is a, a bit of a suburb of it north of that. Uh, but you know we did it in Indianapolis the first two years. The second uh, third year we moved it to uh, Chicago, and then we took a year off. And uh, this year he's like, "Why don't we try Mexico?" If worst comes to worst, we just have a party on the beach with our friends. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> if all else fails. <laughs> and uh, he was right. It's, it's been working out great, actually. Our tickets went on sale uh, a little while ago, and they're selling really fast. So we're, we're pleased, and uh, you know, everything's going to be great. We've assembled a good lineup of speakers. Uh, we've got activities plans. Uh, you know, I'm, I, I can't reveal too much here, but I can That's say okay. it was March. Marshmallows will be involved uh, and other types okay. of things. Uh, but yeah, we're, we're going to have some fun, I think. <laughs> yes. Um I think I noted on micro.blog when I said that I was planning to go. Well, I, so I, you know, I was like, I can't miss this one. Um, I missed the Chicago one and I really, you know, was sad. And then, um, when the tickets went on sale, I was like, Oh yeah, get, 
get your release notes tickets before they sell out. And that, but Charles, you know, very strategically, very good on you guys, was actually there at the resort <laughs> the week that the <laughs> tickets were going out, posting mad numbers of awesome photos uh, of what you will be doing when you are there in Mexico. And I thought, oh my God, if I hadn't signed up for this and if I had missed this, I would be suffering the biggest case of, you know, fear of missing out ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a pretty smart uh, marketing guy, that Charles. Uh, <laughs> he timed that, that, that trip pretty well. And uh, yeah, he was taking care of some finalizing some details. And it just happened to coincide with the vacation he's uh, he was planning with his wife. He takes her there. Well, not specifically there, but somewhere yeah. uh, this time of year because she's an accountant. After this, taxes. Uh, yeah, you can imagine after tax season just ends, uh, you know, anyone who is an accountant needs uh, quite a break. So. Yeah, sure. Anyway, yes, I will um, – I am looking very much forward to the conference this year. I really enjoyed it so much in Indianapolis those two years in a row. Like, who knew? I never thought I would, you know, Indianapolis wasn't on my bucket list, but now I'm glad I went there because uh, it was a really cool venue and the city is nice. Like, it was a nice place for hanging out with other people. And But primarily for me, it's about the people, as nice as the resort looks, uh, that – you have gathered together such an interesting bunch of people who are working in the development business as indie developers in, on some level or designers or um, development adjacent people like myself and this and the speaker lineup. I mean, I, I don't want to turn this whole show into a commercial for you, but <laughs> the speakers, you, you, you guys really come up with a interesting, relevant, um, new to us speakers as well. You know, I mean, I enjoy all the people who I've known for years, but it's also such a treat to hear somebody I wouldn't have heard if I didn't go to release notes. And so, so good, uh, good for you guys. And if anybody who's listening has thought about um, attending, I highly recommend it. In fact, if you go to the website, I saw, oh, I gave him a blurb. <laughs> <It's really good. laughs> That's right. <laughs> and I, I stand by that blurb. I was a speaker the first year and it was awesome, but it's just as awesome as a participant, um, which I can't say about every conference. I mean, that, you know, that I, I don't think about attending all the conferences that I've been a speaker at because, of course, I would get out of hand, but release notes is, um, is one I, I would hate to miss. So, and the podcast as well, even if you don't go to the conference, you should listen to the podcast. And, and that's how we met because I gave a talk at WWDC about marketing and I talked about podcast sponsorship as a strategy. And you were in the audience and you said, I have this little podcast. It's called Release Notes. <laughs> and it must have been in the first, like, you know, first half a year or something that you were into. So it was a long time ago, Joe. Yeah, it's it has been quite a while, hasn't it? It's crazy <laughs> how fast the time flies. Yeah. But yeah, no, you're absolutely right. It's it's all about the community and like what we try to bring to the table with the podcast and the conferences. You know, people who are, are ambitious and want to try, uh, whether it's a side project or or a full time business. You know, they 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 have that kind of entrepreneurial spirit and they're interested in learning more about how to run a business and and be a little more independent. And uh, you know, that's that's always been our our focus. And you know, the podcast is us every week just. Talking Talking about our struggles with how we keep going, and how yeah. we keep paying paying to live doing this, you know. Yes. Uh, but it's 
but it's always really, really the thing I love about the conference is that you, you're right. A, a portion of our audience shows up there and we'll, we get to hear their stories, right? Instead of them listening to us all year, we get to listen to them. And so many small businesses, so many little ideas and uh, have sprung out of the conference. You know, people mm-hmm. have said, oh, I started this or I got this job. I started working with this person, you know, that kind of thing because I, I met them at release notes or because I saw them at release notes. Mm-hmm. And I remember even, I think it was the second year that, uh, that Matt, uh, he, was, he was passing around his little stickers uh, mm-hmm. for micro.blog. And it was right when he, got, he first got the icon done. And I remember mm-hmm. uh, just thinking, oh, that's cool. That's what's good. I remember him talking about micro.blog as a concept, uh, you know, and before it was right. a thing, before he had actually launched it. And it was very exciting to hear him talk about it and to think, well, you know, here we are now and it's been out for years now, right? And uh, <laughs> it, it's really great to see it growing and thriving. And I was just talking to Manton, uh, what was it, two weeks ago or so. I was at PierceConf in, in, uh, down in, in New Orleans and he happened to be there. And we had a long conversation about, you know, about how he's doing with Microdot And it's really yeah. cool to see him fully engaged in this and like just pushing forward with it. It's so it's so exciting to me to see this community grow and thrive. Yeah, me too. And I I mean, I vaguely remember the stickers <laughs> that Manton brought, <laughs> but that was still when I couldn't quite get wrap my head around what micro.blog was intended to be. And uh but I had met Manton at WWDC, you know, like very briefly. A uh, couple times, and um, when I was working at Smile, we sponsored Core Intuition, which um, you know his podcast with Daniel Jowcut. So I sort of knew him, and I know that he seemed like a a good guy and smart. And I liked his apps. Actually, I knew his apps before I knew him. Like his Tweet Tweet Library was one of my favorite apps. But it was at Release Notes where I got to like have good long conversations with Manton um, that I wouldn't have had at some noisier, busier conference, right? So when Manton announced that he wanted to find a community manager, I already had a really good feeling about what he was doing and whether we would work well together. And uh, so I owe it all to release notes that I'm here right now with you. There you go. <laughs> yeah, so so people get out there and go to the conference or at least listen to the podcast. But do you remember – so that's when you first knew about micro.blog was uh, at release notes with Manton talking about it then. Then you signed up obviously because you're <laughs> you're in <laughs> – you have an account. And tell me how you like using micro.blog because you are definitely putting stuff out there you know, regularly, and I enjoy your micro dot blog post. And it's a different Joe from the Joe that's on Twitter or elsewhere. Yeah, I'm, I'm far less grumpy on micro dot blog, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's really funny because you know when when this I, you know obviously I had heard of the service and yeah I, I listened to Core Intuition too. So listening to Matt and talk about it week after week, uh, it was really exciting for me because I thought, wow, what a cool idea this. I always saw micro.blog as, as an alternate kind of, you know, an opportunity to start over, start fresh socially mm-hmm. for me. Uh, the Twitter was kind of an established thing. I got in it later than, you know, most, I guess. And, but like pretty much you could see, I mean, everyone knows that Twitter has kind of devolved and is really kind of a negative place. Even me and my friends and people I like, even myself, I find myself posting there when I'm not feeling great. Right? <laughs> Whereas, and so when Microdotblog came around, I wanted to do the opposite. And I know a lot of people like cross posting and things of that nature. And it's mm-hmm. great to all those features there. But I went out of my way to say, I'm not going to post the same thing on Twitter and Microdotblog ever, unless it's like an announcement for something like, Oh, yeah. tickets are on sale for release notes. Yeah. But for the most part, I try to post at micro.blog different kinds of things and show people a different side of me, I guess. And mm-hmm. I've, I found that the people that are following me that I'm following, you know, I even went out of my way to not follow the same people I follow on Twitter necessarily. Some mm-hmm. of them I do. 
some of my friends who, you know, make me happy like you and Charles, <laughs> you, know, uh, you know, I'll follow. But like I, I, I go out of my way to find new people all the time. Uh, yeah. and, and so, you know, it's, and it was a fun place to experiment because it's like, this was a fresh slate. You know, people don't know me here. I can, I can literally, uh, I can try to express myself in different ways. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that's what I love that Manton keeps adding these features, you know, when, yeah. when he brought back sunlit, which he had had back in the app, app, app on that days. Uh, and then he made it a, a, you know, basically the equivalent of Instagram on, on micro.blog. I thought, wow, this is perfect. Cause I, I, I will fully admit, I admitted to him, you know, I was a bit of a hypocrite. I was uh, complaining left and right about, you know, and, and bragging about how I hadn't been on Facebook in like a decade. <laughs> you know, I just, yeah. I signed out years ago and never got back on. But here I was using Instagram and thinking, well, it's the same company. <laughs> it's, like, it's all the same principles and all the same, you know, terrible morals and everything else. And I just liked looking through good photos. I liked yes. following people who took nice photos. And now I can, I can actually recreate that, and, you know, in, in Sunlit, which is amazing. So, I actually post quite a few photos now in mm-hmm. some, I don't, I haven't posted the Instagram in like a year now. Uh, and I'm just putting all of my photography out there on, on micro.blog, which is a lot of fun. And now with the video that they, he added recently, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm able to post like, Oh, what can I do with that? You know, 10, yeah. 10 to 30 second video. Okay. Let me, let me try to get creative with this. And so I started taking some time lapses around New York and, uh, I've, I've started posting those. And I think that's kind of an interesting idea. I'd never, yeah, you know, we have this feature in our, in our cameras that, you know, of the time lapse, which I've never really thought to use. And, and now I'm <laughs> playing with it. It's, it's really easy to make a really cool looking time-lapse photo. It you just got to set your, set your phone in a, in a, in a you know, uh, a stationary place and press a button and just wait. Right. You know? uh, it, so that's a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, just my photography in general, it's always been kind of a, just a little bit of a hobby. I don't even go mm-hmm. like close to semi-pro, but I do like taking photos. And this is a place for me to share that. Uh, and then also sharing other small thoughts. But like I said, not the negative stuff. I try to find on micro.blog, reasons to post positive things, things yeah. uh, that are encouraging or inspiring to people uh, or ins- at least inspiring to myself. Or uh, Actually, this uh, we were just recording this week's release notes uh, yesterday. Charles and I were talking and I told him uh, – I was writing up this uh, proposal for uh, – you know, it's a business contract. I'm trying to get a client. And mm-hmm. I said I needed a pep talk. I needed something to make myself feel you know, a little better about myself. So I went mm-hmm. to micro.blog and I just posted this little line about how I said, look, I'm, I, I'm never going to enjoy being a salalsperson, but I, I know I can get better at this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I know. I can do this, you know. Uh, and so it, it, I use it that way as a way to channel a kind of positive energy. And I found that it's it's really helpful. It works great for me. And uh, yeah, like I said, I find all kinds of new people that I never, I didn't know existed. I'd never known on Twitter. Uh, I haven't met. I usually only meet uh, a small subset of, the, of these folks when when I go to the meetups. You know, it, mm-hmm. I know at WWDC, WWDC you're going to have a, a meetup again this year, which is great. Yeah. Uh, I, I really enjoyed that last year because I got to meet some of the people I follow. You know, and that's, that's yes. kind of cool. So yeah. yeah, like it's, for me, it's all about the community again, and and uh, it's just a whole new group of people for me to interact with. Yeah, no, it's true. It's like it's a lot of different things too, you know, because there's a community aspect of it. But some people just use micro.blog as like you know a hosting thing where they can post easily photos, short posts or long posts, and that's fine too. You know, I see what every post that gets posted. Um, if I want to, I like, I, I, we're still at that stage where I can keep an eye on what's being posted on the platform and uh, decide to add things to our discover timeline. So other people can find new things to follow, but some people, you know, they're not here for the social. That's totally okay. But when you have such a nice bunch of people with nice attitudes, it is pretty nice to be social there. Right. Another thing that I like about what you're doing on micro.blog, Joe, is I like your 
template that you're using for your your josie.micro.blog if um you know location and uh which uh template are you using yeah so the uh, the template i started with was kiko uh and uh, that was the one that seemed closest to my my current blog my what i call the big blog now <laughs> <I have the laughs> micro blog. uh and because i i basically redirect so on my websites uh i have at, at uh, joechwinski.com i have my blog link and then i have a micro link and there mm. that just but that is still being hosted so i, I am mm-hmm. paying manton for the hosting <laughs> uh i i host the micro.blog uh, on uh, on his servers, but it basically can be linked from my uh, from my site with a redirect. And again, one of those amazing features. But yeah, so I started with that Kiko blog because it, it was close to what I had on my main website. But then mm-hmm. I went in with the CSS and was able to edit things. I was able to uh, change out the fonts of the same custom font that I'm using on my blog, uh, and just you know move around the spacing a little more and add add mm-hmm. you know, a bit of you know, similarities. And the other thing I added recently, which is awesome, is that if you're in dark mode on uh, on Mojave and in, in mm-hmm. OS 10. Uh, the current version, I think the 10. Uh, 15. whatever whatever it is that they added recently, mm-hmm. or uh, whatever the latest update, Safari finally got the ability to read CSS for dark mode. So you can put it a, a line or two in your CSS and basically tell it, hey, if, if we're in dark mode, you know, use this color background and use this color uh, text color. And so I did all that, and now so when you bring up my blog in dark, if, and you happen to be on a Mac in dark mode, it'll mm-hmm. actually the, the whole blog will be in dark mode, which is really cool. Uh, so I, I was very pleased to see that, that was something that was very easy for me to do, uh, you know, just because Gam- Manton gave us the tools to do that. So like you're not stuck with this one template or this one theme. Now I know a lot of folks have gone way further with like, customizing these themes and uh, going crazy with it, and that's pretty cool. I, I definitely want to go back and revisit it again. But I've always liked, you know, the thing I've always liked for blogs. For me, uh, I, I want it to be as simple as possible. I want it yeah. to look like a, I want it to be a good reading experience, in other words, and like get rid of all that extra baggage that a lot of sites have. So, uh, you know, I try to keep it as close to a like a one of those you know reader. Like if you put your your browser in reader mode, it pretty much looks like my. <laughs> that's pretty much what I like. <laughs> Which is you know, my, keep it as, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. my favorite style. Honestly, I'm I'm getting old, and these like fifty percent gray uh, typefaces and teeny tiny sizes is just not for me anymore. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Well, anyway, it is quite beautiful. And I'm, and that's interesting to me that this is something you set up a while ago, because in the interim, you know, people have been coming up with new ways of doing the CSS. We, I mean, we changed the whole, the underpinnings of the design features when Manton did the big re- tooling of uh, of the templates, et cetera. And there's even more options. But I think you should not get too bogged down in those because your thing, <laughs> yours looks perfect right now. And that I know from experience talking to many people on micro.blog that uh, a lot of people, they have, you know, they just can't help themselves. They keep redesigning and, and they, they criticize themselves for that too, knowing that they're using up their time. Uh, the one thing that I would say on the, on the template that you could add is, uh, the photo, um, the photo gallery that, uh, Jonathan LaCour created. Um, it's like just a little bit of code that creates this, uh, you create a new page and then put this code in the custom CSS of that page, I think. And then it creates, uh, you know, a gallery of all your photos. So oh, somebody, could, I mean, it looks like it's something that when when Manton gets to it, it'll be baked in to micro.blog, but it's super easy to do it now. And uh, 
So, you know, if I will send you a link, <laughs> I will put yeah, a link in, I mean, I will put a link in the show notes and I'll send <laughs> it to you too, Joe. But yeah, Jonathan did a, th- did a couple of little tools that are nice. That's one of them, which is, um, I forget what he called it, but it's basically, um, making your, a photo page that's sort of similar to an Instagram, um, page with all the thumbnails. And then he also did a thing called on this day. So you could click on that and see what, you know, posts were posted on this day in the past. And that's kind of a Facebooky thing that people like a lot as well. But, but you're very simple. It's very simple. I don't want to like, <laughs> I think you've done a great <laughs> job. So I'm not going to encourage you any, any big tinkering at all. Yeah, no, but. I do like the idea of a photo gallery. That sounds great. And the, 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 uh, the post on this day, it might be a neat way to look back through history and things of that nature. So yeah, that sounds great. I definitely will look into it. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely one of the few things I miss about Facebook. <laughs> right. <laughs> Is that they would, you know, tell me, hey, you know, here's something from seven years ago on this day. And that's, you know, it's always kind of cool to look back, but Everything else they did, I hate it. So, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much, yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I, I don't miss it. You know, I, I found I hardly miss it at all, and that I don't miss it at all, literally. And I'm excited that that's how it turned out. And I can't imagine going back on it. It feels like it would take up a, a lot of time and also energy, like emotional energy, to have to be on Facebook with everything that I don't like there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things where I don't want to sound smug. I just decided a long time ago that it wasn't, it it wasn't giving me anything positive. And so I just, it it wasn't fun for me. So I just let let it go. It wasn't like I, I I had these like strong principles against it at the time. Mm -hmm. Uh, But now that I watch, you know, every other week, there's some other scandal about how they're giving, you know, they're scraping passwords and emails and who knows what. Now they're saying those people's entire contacts databases are being pulled off their computers. And it just seems like they're, there's no limit to the nefarious <laughs> things that they're doing over there. Uh, and so it makes me very hap- happy that I haven't been involved over there for a long time. And I mean, you know, my family has always been you know, at me about it, but, uh, you know, I just make them text message me. You know? So, yeah. uh, you know, it just, it, it worked out that way. I've always been the, the kind of oddball in the family who is more aloof and quiet <laughs> than everyone else anyway. So. <laughs> I'm the only one who left the city and you know, moved away and everything else. So yeah, they, they were used to not talking to me every day anyway. Yeah. So one last thing I wanted to, to, to see if uh, you had any ideas about is uh, so you've done the the little videos on micro.blog, which are great. I saw your, your time lapse and um, that looks like fun. Have you ever thought about doing a microcast? I have. Uh, yeah. I haven't. I've talked, I've talked to uh, Matt about this several times and I kept, I keep thinking like there's this brilliant idea that I'm going to come up with one of these days and that'll be it. And I keep trying to think of an idea and like nothing is like, sticking with me. And one of these days I have to do what I did with the time lapses or I do my photos, just put it out there and see what happens. You know, yeah. like I'm trying to be like, let, let go of this. Like it has to be super planned and just be spontaneous about it. But yeah. I, I haven't, I haven't got around to doing that. I even got, went as far as to buy a little microphone uh, for my phone because I wanted to, uh, one thing I knew I wanted to do, you know, at least this is kind of a big production. It takes, mm-hmm. um, you know, my Mac and like all this audio equipment I have at home, like to, to do a, you know, two ended recording with Charles and Alyssa. What I want to do if, if I do a microcast, I want to do something that's extremely simple to, to build. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to be able to hit record on my, on my phone from anywhere you know, with a good sounding microphone, be mm-hmm. able to say my piece and then hit, hit stop and maybe some very light editing in an app like Ferrite or you know, whatever I can do right 
you know, right yeah. within the wavelength, the, uh, the wavelength app, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and just post it from the phone. Like I want to do the entire thing from either my iPad or my iPhone. In other words, yeah. like that's that's the main that's that's the unifying principle. Like then the topic <laughs> of the show is the part that keeps escaping. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know how I want to produce it. I just don't know how to make you know what I want to talk about yet. But I'll, I'll figure it out. Eventually. Yeah, I just think it, it's it's a pretty fun format and. And even for people who make longer form, you know, traditional type podcasts, that you could have fun with that, as you point out. Something with the restraints being, I record it on my iOS device, I edit it in, uh, edit it a little bit, I click a button and it's done. Um, and it's not trying to be uh, something, you know, more involved. Well, Joe, before we wrap up our little chat today, is there anything else you wanted to add? No, no, this is great. Like I said, uh, I'm just very, very pleased that the community is growing, uh, that it is still doing great. I, I hear that there's, you know, more apps in development, other other new features being added all the time. And that's always exciting to me, uh, you know, just to see the people gathering around this community. I really think this uh, concept has legs. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm very glad for myself that I found a place here because I've tried other social networks in the past. And, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of times, like you kind of try to get momentum for a little bit, and then eventually it just fizzles out. And yeah. here, it just seems for me, it's it's had more lasting power. So, uh, you know, best of luck to you and Matt and everything and all your efforts. I really appreciate this that this thing exists. So, <laughs> uh, it's it's really cool. Thank, thanks for that. Well, we really appreciate that you are there, and of course, we appreciate release notes for for many reasons. And um, I look forward to seeing you soon at WWDC and in Mexico. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> but uh, anyway, thanks so much for coming on to the show. Yeah, I absolutely appreciate it. Thank you for having me. And hey, listeners, if you want to follow Joe on micro.blog, there's a link in the show notes or go to micro.blog slash Joe C. Thanks for listening and we'll talk to you next week. Mm-hmm.